Why doesn't God change my desires? Today is Monday, September 27th. Let's find out together how God transforms our desires. Because we're all created in God's image, God's given us desires that are meant to draw us into relationship with Him. To know and be known, to love and be loved, to belong and be in community. Even a desire to live a life full of meaning and purpose. But thanks to the impact of sin on God's good creation, our healthy, good, God-given desires have been twisted and distorted. So while they're not sinful in and of themselves, they can be unhealthy, bad, even evil or wicked. And our enemy, as well as our own deceitful hearts, can use these corrupted desires to tempt us into sinful actions, which are anything that falls short of God's perfect and holy plan for us. When we struggle with unhealthy or unholy desires, we often ask God to take those desires away from us because he definitely has the power to do it, right? He's God, but he often doesn't. Why is that? Does that mean that God doesn't hear us? Or worse, that God doesn't care? You know, why doesn't God take away those desires that aren't good for us, that don't align with his plan and purposes for us, that lead us into sin and often fill us with shame and discouragement? Have you ever felt this struggle within you? I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what's right, but I don't do it. I want to do what's right, but I can't. I want to do what's good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. Now, these are Paul's words in Romans 7, and he's describing that war that rages within us over our desires and sinful actions. I know I've been here many times, and I bet you have too. Paul attributes the struggle to sin and its effect on our desires and actions. He says, I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature. So not only is our heart corrupted by sin, but our minds and our thoughts are also corrupted. He says, I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. And this power makes me slave to sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Have you ever been so frustrated by your sinful self that you cried out to God in desperation for freedom? I know I've been there. Paul gives us the answer, though. He goes on to say, Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I'm a slave to sin. So he gives us this answer, and the answer is Jesus. But how? Paul still says that we're slaves to sin even when we want to obey Jesus. But Paul gives us the why and the how in Romans 8. And here's the why. Jesus is the answer to the problem of our sin in verse 1. He says, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. It means that even though we struggle with sin and give in to our wrong desires and do sinful things, God doesn't condemn us or hold our sin against us if we put our faith in Jesus. Jesus saved us from condemnation, and he took that punishment for us on the cross. Our answer to our sin problem is to trust Jesus as our Savior from our sin and ask him to forgive us and submit to his authority in our lives as our Lord and our Master. 
so when we mess up in sin, God doesn't see our sin and shame anymore. He sees us through Jesus as his holy and beloved children. This is why we are free from sin's power on our lives, because Jesus has set us free from condemnation and death. So, okay, we're set free from shame and condemnation through Jesus, and that's a huge thing. But how are we actually freed from these unhealthy, bad, and even evil desires that lead us into sin? Paul goes on in Romans 8 to explain how we are actually freed from that power of sin. And in verse 2, he says, And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. So when we trust Jesus and we receive that free gift of salvation from sin, we also receive the gift of the Holy Spirit who gives us the power to say no to sin and to say yes to God. Now let me read Paul's words because he says it best in verses 5 to 14. He says, Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. For the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws, and it never will. That's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. But you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. And Christ lives within you, so even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies with the same Spirit living within you. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the Spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. Why doesn't God change our desires? It's because we still have that sinful nature within us. And we're going to have that sinful nature in us until the day we die or until Jesus comes back for us. Yes, God is powerful and he can change those desires, but he usually doesn't. And the reason is because he still gives us free will to choose to love and follow him or to choose our own way, which is controlled by our sinful nature. So instead of changing our desires, he has given us the gift of the Holy Spirit. And through the Holy Spirit's power, which, by the way, is the same power that rose Jesus from the dead, so I think that's pretty powerful, we can choose to say yes to him and say no to our selfish and unhealthy desires. And the more we say yes to him, the more he transforms our desires, creating in us the greater desire to want the things that he wants for us and for others. So let's say yes to God today through the power of his Holy Spirit within you.